Hello and welcome to the Recovery State of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'm a woman in recovery. On January 23rd of 2020, I made the decision to start a personal journey of recovery regarding my unhealthy relationship with alcohol, diagnosed mental illness, and improving my overall mental well-being. Each week, I will share my own experiences and what has helped me in recovery. I will also speak to other individuals to share their stories of hope and healing. Some content we discuss can be triggering, and just a reminder that I am not a doctor or licensed counselor of any kind. I'm simply here to share my experiences in hopes to inspire others and be a source of comfort as you too navigate this thing called life. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into this week's episode. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Recovery State of Mind podcast. Um, today I am really recording this episode for myself more than anyone else. <laughs> I, uh, need this as a reminder on bad days. Um, a reminder that bad days become good days and things do get better. I've been struggling for the past week or so with a hypomanic, uh, episode, which is common with bipolar two. Uh, essentially I have experienced restlessness, like, on a high level, um, major agitation, racing thoughts. Um, the biggest thing has just been the restlessness. I have felt like I could come out of my skin. I have felt like I could go and run a marathon. And at the same time, I feel so unmotivated to move. So it's a very bizarre feeling. Um, I'm learning about hypomania as I believe I've had episodes in the past, but it's not something I identified. So I'm trying to learn what my triggers are and what bring this, brings that on. Um, with bipolar 1, typically a manic episode is a lot different where you're like completely taking risks and you have euphoria and you don't sleep and you're just like have all this energy. And so with the hypomania, I definitely feel impulsive, but I'm not out there taking those risks um, like a typical manic phase. This is just me sharing information. This is not, obviously, I'm not, I've said this a million times, but I'm not a clinician or anything like that. So this is really just based off my experience and what I'm learning. Um, so I'm still learning more and more about what, you know, hypomania is. Um, but definitely the restlessness and the impulsive feelings and just, you know, high agitation and things like that, um, I was really struggling with. Uh, one day, it was very evident I was going through something and I was talking a million miles an hour, which is not something I typically do. So one of my friends actually helped me kind of realize what I was going through. Um, so it was nice to be able to identify what was happening versus just me feeling like out of control, basically. Um, so I went through that and then I was able to reach out to my psychiatrist which is something that in the past I don't typically do. I, I have a hard time feeling maybe imposter syndrome a little bit, like feeling like I don't actually have what's going on. But in all actuality, I do. I just, I feel, I still just feel like I'm not going to be believed or that I'm exaggerating or I'm being dramatic. But I am learning that this is my mental health and I have to advocate for myself and I have to take ownership. So I reached out to my psychiatrist. She did prescribe something to kind of help level me out. Um, I went through a little bit of a crash day where I was just like super depressed, uh, really low feeling. The energy level was gone. Um, I just didn't have any motivation to do anything. So that was a really hard day. 
and I went through a really difficult night where I wanted to use very badly. I wanted to numb out. I wanted to have as much alcohol as I could. Um, so that was a really big struggle for me, um, going through that phase and just, I was so just miserable and feeling so bad and just wanted to not feel anything. And even though I'm a year into recovery, I still have those days. And so it's, I think it's completely normal. Um, it's what we do in those moments that matter the most. So that's kind of what I was going through today. I am feeling good, um, good for how I normally feel. Uh, I don't, typically feel normal, quote unquote, whatever normal is. Um, but I feel a lot more hopeful today. I'm a lot calmer. My body feels calmer. I don't feel as restless. My thoughts aren't racing so much. So that's why I wanted to kind of record this. It's going to be a short and sweet episode, but I just, I want to remind myself in the future (laughs) and remind other people that going through bad days, it does get better and it does end and good days do come um for me how did I kind of cope through that time well definitely leaning on my support system um like how I said my friend helped me kind of identify what I was going through she deals with her own mental illness and so being able to talk to her and share my experience and what was happening was really helpful because she was able to give me insight on what she thought was going on And then just to have the support, have somebody who understands what you're going through really, really helps me um, just to feel better about my situation. Like I said, I don't always feel normal and so that's hard, but feeling like there's a little bit of normalcy to what I'm going through because I'm struggling with a mental illness is helpful in that moment. So relying on her, relying on my, my family, being able to be honest that, you know, I'm struggling and uh, being able to even go over to my parents' house for a little bit if I felt like I needed some support or just needed a change of pace. Um, so definitely, you know, that I did a lot of journaling, which journaling doesn't solve everything. But for me, sometimes being able to just get my feelings out on paper kind of helps relieve a little bit of that feeling inside of just like, feeling like I'm going to explode. So I was able to do that. Um, I had a therapy session, which was really, really helpful. I'm really excited. I found a new therapist through a website called Sondermind.com. I've shared this uh, resource on my Instagram, but I really love it. it. It's a website that helps match you up with a therapist based on your needs and what you want and things like that. Um, and it's a lot more affordable than going to my current therapist who doesn't take insurance. Um, but I really, really enjoyed the therapy session. She gave me some great coping mechanisms. Um, and that's what I need is to learn better ways to cope, not to turn to alcohol or to food or to anything that's going to have a negative effect on me. So therapy was definitely a must. Um, I'd recommend if you're struggling to definitely reach out to your therapist. If you don't have a therapist, uh, as I've said a million times, I highly recommend it. Um, It's just great to have someone you can just share all of your thoughts with and they are able to help you kind of process through those things. So um, I also tried doing some meditation this week. I'm not always great at it, um, which you don't have to be good at it to do it. You just have to try. Um, But it was able to kind of help slow my body down, do some deep breathing, and I also tried a little bit of yoga. 
Um, I find yoga actually really hard, <laughs> but it's very helpful to just kind of calm down your body and um, help you feel a little bit less restless. My therapist pointed out that when I go through a hypomanic phase that sometimes doing a high intensity workout can actually make the manic worse, so um, the mania worse. So that was something that I learned. So that's why I'm trying yoga as a different form of exercise and just to kind of accommodate what my body's going through. So those are some of the things that I did to cope. Um, and then I just kind of had to ride out the wave and I, I have an episode about riding out the wave. Um, so I've been through this before. This isn't my first time, you know, and it's not going to be my last time. But what I'm proud of is that I was able to ride out the wave. I didn't do anything impulsive. I didn't go and drink or do drugs. I was able to go through the emotions and through the bad time and make it out on the other side. So again, like I said, this episode is really maybe more for me in the future uh, to be able to come back to and listen and remind myself that bad days do end and we get through them. And I just want to encourage anyone else who's going through a similar situation, find things that help you, find coping skills, find support systems, seek out those things you have to advocate for yourself no one else is going to be able to do it for you so again short and sweet episode but I just wanted to share kind of some of those feelings that I've been going through and what I've been dealing with and how I've come you know out on the other side and that it is possible so if you need any extra support feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at recovery state of mind Um, But until then, please take care of yourselves and I look forward to our next episode. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Recovery State of Mind. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to my story. Make sure to check me out on Instagram at Recovery State of Mind. I'd love to hear from you, and my DMs are always open as a safe place. If you want to help me in sharing my story, please head over to Apple Podcasts to rate and review. Talk to you next time.